What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc like anything in life you learn the most on the job mm -hmm. so the best way to learn what you want to do is by going to do it mm -hmm. and so figuring out on the job so if you have an idea and let's say for example someone's watching right now and they're like, man, I am really big into fitness. Yeah. I love fitness coaching. I've got, you know, background in fitness training, whatever. It's like, okay, cool. Why don't you just start teaching some Facebook live classes? Mm. Why don't you just come up, shoot a little course uh, on your, a little course on your video phone, put that out there, see how it works. And then you turn it into a big course and then it starts to really make money. It's the one tiny baby step after another. Yeah. That's what gets you momentum. That's what gives you confidence. And that's what actually begins to create revenue. I don't think there is a perfect time. And I don't, I don't, I think there's no such thing as ready. You just need to go for it, ready or not. Yo, what's going on, fam? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Welcome back to the table. Today is going to be a good day. I'm going to start off a little different because we on my show today. Y'all already know we're going to keep it real, <laughs> relevant, and relatable. We'll keep it real in the beginning. Then we're going to get, some, get to some real good content for y'all ladies because I got one of my favorite sisters um, in the building with me today. Y'all already know her if you follow me. Christy Wright is in the building, y'all. But before we get started. <laughs> get yourself ready for this. 
Christy and I did the Dave Ramsey show a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And this was, Christy's my girl. You know, we have some good conversations. But for the first time, we disagreed in front of 10 million people. (laughs) And Christy called the boy out. Y'all got to, like, you know what, Chris? Edit this out if you can't, but I need you to go find a clip and put that clip on the show so that people can see us arguing <laughs> on the Dave Ramsey show because a lady called in and she said, hey, I am 36 years old or 37 and I'm recently divorced. I have a couple of kids and I want to go buy my dream house. What's your thoughts? You see, I did a video on this and I... All the guys are looking at me like, don't mess up, Anthony. I'm so ready for this. I'm like, I am on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Dream home, Yashika? No. Uh, no. I don't think you should do it. Should you go buy a mm-hmm. nice condo or a nice town home? Yes. What I would hate for you to do is to build a home. Again, this is personal beliefs. This is not Dave Ramsey. This is not Ramsey Solution. It's not Christy Wright. This is Anthony O'Neill just saying what I would say to one of my lady friends or to my sister um, is go buy you something nice if you want, you know, so that way maybe you can rent it out down the road when you get married. But to go out there and invest into your dream home, what I would hate for you to do is do that. And then you have to leave that dream home uh, because your husband is in, um, you're in Raleigh, North Carolina because your husband's in Atlanta. Uh, so that's just my two cents. Okay. Buy something, but dream home. Here we go. Uh, right. <laughs> Here we go, y'all. Well, let me in. Here's the thing. Uh, One thing I want to call out, and this is this is I would say that Ao and I might agree on this this part of it. I don't think that you have just one dream home. I think you have your idea of your dream home right now at 37 with your daughter that you can see. You may have a completely different version of a dream home when you're 55 and married. You don't need a man to have a dream house. You don't need a condo. You can have a house. If you got the money and you want to build a house, small house, medium house, whatever kind of house you want, you don't need to settle for a town house. But why does a single woman or even a single man like myself need a big old home paying all these light bills, paying all these different things, Christy? Yeah, you're telling people about how to secure the bag. This isn't based on need. This is what If she has the money, she has the right to have what she wants. Just, do you need it? I don't need half my earrings, but I want to. What? Okay. what? Why does she have to wait on a man? So Christy looked at me like, I'm, I'm curious, Anthony, what is your thought first? And I said, hey, Christy, I think she should wait is my perspective. And Christy just went off. <laughs> your version of the story is a little different than I remember it. I remember you inserting yourself and be like, dream house? Mm, no. And I was like... <laughs> Okay, so then we dig in a little bit, and I'm like, hey, oh, why can't she buy her house? You're like, no, she could go get a little townhouse, a I... little condo. She doesn't need. Christy. And I'm like, need? I don't Christy. need half my earrings. Listen, what is this about <laughs> need? What do you need? You are all about people building wealth, making money yes. to enjoy their life. Yes. Listen, why is she got to put her life on hold for a man? But you're saying what? I said little. Hmm? Chris, I didn't say little. I said she can go buy a nice townhome. I like to exaggerate for effect. <laughs> <laughs> townhome. She doesn't need a townhome or a condo. She can buy her house. She's got the money. She can buy her house. She doesn't need to wait on a man. No, a man may come. But she, but I'm not saying wait. I know I did say wait to <laughs> buy her dream home. But I didn't say wait to go buy a house. Like the wait to go buy a condo. Why go spend that kind of money when it's just you? What kind of car do you have? See, <laughs> okay, 
<laughs> Don't bring it unless you want it brought back. Do you need that car? Do you need that car? But what kind of house was I about to build though, Christy? Oh, so let me show you how it could have been worse. <laughs> and so I'm doing a real good job. But Matt, I could have spent $10 million. I only spent $10,000. I saved you money, Matt. I saved you money. Y'all, listen, man. This listen. is my first rodeo. Listen, man. Listen. <laughs> but on the real though, man, y'all, uh, for some real good content, uh, Chrissy Wright is probably one of the best ladies when it comes to starting a business that you all need to connect with. She has helped thousands of ladies um, open up businesses. Um, she's had some amazing testimonies coming her way. I've been to Business Boutique twice just to sit in the back, just to support her and to see what she's doing. And the energy in that room is fire. I'm like, whoa. But I did some research, Christy, and I saw that, you know, I'm always doing research, that ladies are killing it in the starting a business space. But then also I noticed that minority ladies are, are, are among one of the fastest growing um, companies, starting companies, Groups, yeah. and, and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, cool, great. Let's let's have this conversation with Christy because I know you you are actually about to um, open up your academy that you do here recently soon. And so, what are some key things to starting a successful business that a woman should know about? Yeah, I love this question. I love even the article that you talked about because I think even when you use the word business. Mm -hmm. People mean different things by that, okay? okay? So um, 20 years ago, when you say business, yeah. that implies you're going to have investors, you're going to have a bunch of startup capital, okay. you're going to have to get business loans, you're going to have a brick-and-mortar store, uh, you're going to have a landline. Mm -hmm. That's what they mean by business, right? And you're going to yeah. grow team members, and it's very old-school thinking. Yeah. Okay, some people still use business in that way. So uh, they think of the only way to start a business is you got to have all this stuff. You got to have loans, investors, capital, retail, uh, uh, grants, all this stuff. So naturally, they get overwhelmed. And okay. they think, well, I can't do that. That's really hard in the year of COVID, resources, um, you know, access to capital, all this stuff is really limited. Well, the good news is, the internet, specifically social media, smartphones, all of this in the last 10 to 20 years has transformed not only what's possible with business, but even what we mean by business. Yes. So now you're seeing a side gig generation. Yeah, yeah. And these are businesses. These yeah, yeah. are businesses that are becoming full-time businesses for people. They start out as a Facebook page. Mm. They start out as, hey, I'm going to just open up an Etsy storefront, sell some earrings, see what happens. And that turns into, it's such a big business. Her husband's quitting his job to come work for her in her little Etsy shop. So the scale and possibilities of, of what you can do right now um, is blowing up our old school definition of business. Mm -hmm. So if someone's watching right now, they're like, well, I'm not a business owner. I'm not business minded. I don't, I can't, I want you to rethink what we mean by business, because yes. if you want to earn some extra money to pay off your debt quicker, yeah. if you want to pay for your kid's college, if you just want to go on a nice vacation this year, if you want to wait for it, secure the bag, <laughs> you can earn some extra income. Let's go, Christy. I taught her that he did. on the same show she tried to clown me on. All right, back to the content. <laughs> Okay, so if you, regardless of your reason for wanting extra money, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a great way to do it is by starting a business. So let's talk about the types of business. Let's do you it. could start a home based business. So okay. this is just something you do from home. Okay. You could start a freelance business. Yes. What do you know how to do? Yeah. You could freelance contract work. Yeah. Um, you could start it on the side, like we said, in addition to your full time job. You could start an online business, yes. strictly online. You yes. run it from your phone. You could do courses. You could do an ebook. There's a million ideas of what you can do yeah. that require 
no startup costs, no okay. startup investment, no investors capital, and no brick and mortar store. So the barrier to entry mm-hmm. into the marketplace is lower than ever before. Yeah. You could start a business tomorrow with nothing more than your idea and a Facebook page. Now, you read old school articles that talk about business. They don't they may not call that a, a real business. Yeah. But here's the thing. This is your life. And so you get to define what your version of success is. Mm. So if your version of success is I want to make $10,000 a year to take my kids to Disney and you earn that in your little side business, that's a huge success. Come on now. If you want to earn $10 million and you earn, that's great. That's your version of success. But there's no longer one definition of Of success. success. And it means you're growing a huge team. You have a bunch of locations. You're franchising. It doesn't have to look like that. It can look like whatever you want it to because this business now serves you and your life goals versus being this traditional model that we're used to. So right there, Christy, I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, As a personality growing, changing lives, helping ladies, what's your personal definition of success for Christy Wright? So for me, I want to be happy with how I spend my time. And Mm. one of the things that I care about, and we've seen this even with the nature of what we do, we can pull back the curtain a little bit, let you guys see a little bit about kind of how we do what we do. Yeah. Um, We have seen that some people come work for this organization. Yeah. um, And they value or been considered for this personality role. Yeah. And they value ownership. Mm. There's a difference between valuing ownership yep. and valuing impact. Ooh, I ooh. value impact. impact. That's so good. So I could go work on my own and reach a lot less people mm-hmm. and own it all. Well, I yeah. own it. I yeah. own it. These yeah. are the musicians you see playing down at the Exit Inn yeah. because they will not sell out to the man <laughs> with a record deal. And then you see people that sign with a record deal. Yep. And they have all this marketing behind them to make more of an impact. Yes. But they sold out to the man. So it's just what you do you value ownership or impact? That's so cool. Well, what's so cool is here we get this massive impact mm-hmm. and we still get to have our sandbox that we create. Yes. And, and so I think that for me, it always comes down to impact. I want to help the most people. I had a um, consult as an example. I had a consultant um, years ago tell me, you need to do one-on-one coaching, really high dollar. Mm. And I was like, well, yeah, you could make this yeah. many million dollars with right. this many clients. But then I've only helped 30 people in 30 a year. 30 people. Yep. I want to help. 30,000. 3 million. I want to oh. help. I want to help a lot. Oof. You see what I'm saying? Like, Oof. I want to help. I'm just saying like through your show, through our platform, yeah, you yeah. want to help as many people yeah. as possible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my heart. I got so you. So someone else that values ownership, that's totally fine. Do your high dollar coaching, play at the exit in, do your thing. Yes. But what's cool is I feel like what we do is it's kind of like we signed a record deal, but that's a great business lesson for anyone watching. When you make decisions about how you structure your business, yep. how you price your products and services, it should be in line with your values. Mm-hmm. What do you value? Mm-hmm. Do you value quantity, quality, helping as many people as possible, having a small group of people that you have high dollar? You can do whatever you want. It's your business. Man, but y'all, listen, if y'all just now tuned in to the show, listen to a podcast, or if you just jumped in on YouTube, man, this is my, my girl. This is my sister, Christy Wright. Y'all see, our energy is, is <laughs> we have the, probably the highest energy out of our whole team here. Uh, you put us two together. It's going to be loud. It's going to be crazy. You will not go to sleep. Uh, so, Christy, my average tribe person who mm-hmm. follows me is a 33-year-old woman, right? Okay. And she wants to start a business. She wants to be an yeah. entrepreneur. Yeah. That's the average person who follows me. I love that. When should she consider starting a business? 
Well, going back to what we said a minute ago, okay. when we talk about starting a business, that feels like a really big idea. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've got to start and plan and business plan and launch. Here's what I have found, AO, and, and I know that we, we're kind of all about this in this place, but I really care more about quick wins and building confidence yep. that I'd rather you do something small and imperfect today that's going to build your confidence and teach you what yeah. you need to do next yeah. rather than plan, 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 have a business plan, work, find the perfect time. There's no perfect timing. Teach it's you. just like in parenting. You're never ready. Yes. You're never ready to start a business. You're yeah. never ready to become a parent. Like anything in life, you learn the most on the job. Mm -hmm. So n the best way to learn what you want to do is by going to do it. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so figuring out on the job. So if you have an idea, and let's say, for example, someone's watching right now, and they're like, all right, I want to start a blog or a podcast. I, we get that question on the Dave Ramsey Show a lot. Yes. I think that's awesome. Yeah. The number one thing you need to think about is how you're going to monetize it. Because those are typically marketing channels. Yes. Blog, podcasts. That's not a product that monetizes unless you have advertisers. Let's say that someone's watching right now and she's like, man, I am really big into fitness. Yeah. I love fitness coaching. I've got, you know, background and fitness training, whatever. It's like, okay, cool. Why don't you just start teaching some Facebook live classes? Mm. Why don't you just come up, shoot a little course uh, on your, a little course on your video phone, put that out there, see how it works. And then you turn it into a big course and then it starts to really make money. It's the one tiny baby step after another. Yeah. That's what gets you momentum. That's what gives you confidence. And that's what actually begins to create revenue. Not having a perfect plan or having the perfect time. I don't think there is a perfect time. And I don't, I don't I think there's no such thing as ready. You just need to go for it ready or not. Just jump into it. Yeah, just, and it's just small stuff. So like people say, I want to write a book. Yeah. Cool. Start by writing a Facebook page. <laughs> then write a blog. Then write a, open up your Microsoft Word document. Just start writing. That exercise will strengthen those muscles and skills and then it will open up the door. I'm sure you get asked how to become a speaker. Absolutely. Right? All the time I get asked this. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Go speak to anyone, anywhere, mm -hmm. for any amount of money. I have spoken at Kentucky County Libraries on a Friday night. I've spoken at family reunions. I've spoken at colleges that were seated for 500. Two people showed up. One was asleep and one talked on her phone the whole time. <laughs> one clipped her nails. I couldn't make this up. The stages that you and I speak on, we didn't start there. Oh, no. We started... In very unimpressive things, and, and that's a, a great business, but also life lesson. The impressive things in life always start as unimpressive things. Yes. Are you willing to do the small things behind the scenes, speaking, writing, when no one cares yes. and no one's listening, yeah. to develop your skills that are then going to open a door? Let me give you. Let me give you one example that's so practical of this. I spoke. This was years ago. Mm -hmm. I got a speaking event. It was small here in Nashville in a strip mall, okay, okay. for a small uh, hair company. It was like a, a, a national chain, but it was a small little hair company. It was 25 women. Right. I walk into this room in a strip mall. I think it's like out in Nolensville. Like, this is not a fancy part of town. I'm in this little uh, office in a strip mall. I walk into the room. There's like 20 chairs in the middle. They look like uh, classroom chairs. <laughs> All along the edges are mannequin heads. You talk about creepy? Just a bunch of mannequin heads because these ladies work on, like, they practice hair, yeah. right? That was my audience. That okay? was your audience. That was my audience for this day. So this speaking event, so I did this talk on, on life balance. But AO, I gave it my all. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter if it's 25 people or 25,000, I'm going to do an excellent job because that's who I am and I want right. to do the job. Right, Well, later our company uh, just did a quick write-up of that speaking event and one of the recipients on the email that that went out to was of a huge national chain that saw that and booked me to speak in Vegas in front of three or 4,000 people. Largest, It was at like one of the huge casinos there. That door wow. was open because I did a good job 
with the mannequin heads. You gave it, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you don't you don't do a good job because the audience deserves it or it's the right client or it's the big name or the person you want. You do a good job because that's who you are. Yeah. And if you keep doing a good job because that's who you are, the right doors will open, the right word will spread, people will will hear about it, and then you'll get on those big stages. But it's 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 again, it's scriptural. It's the it's the faithfulness in the small things yes, that, that leads to that. Absolutely. Sometimes your biggest stages come from the smallest stages. Yes, yeah, and faithfulness there. Absolutely. And people say, just like with followers, people say, I want like two hundred thousand followers. Are you faithful with your two? Are you showing up for your two hundred? Come on now. Because if you're not, you're not going to get two hundred thousand. Christy, you teaching, you you teaching. So let's flip it over here because I think oftentimes, and I. I think some people get upset with me. Because okay. when they bring me ideas, they're like, yo, this thing right here, it's going to make a million dollars. <laughs> and I'd be like, mm, it won't even make a million pennies. <laughs> so when you're coaching these ladies, yeah. how do you help them understand, okay, if this is a true hustle, yeah. if it's going to be a lucrative, or if this is just a hobby, something that's not going to make you a lot of money. But like, how do you help them understand this is profitable or not profitable? So easy. I love this question because it's so easy. And because it's so simple, it's often o- overlooked. Yeah. Even with business owners, people that have been in business for years. Something People ask me all the time, will this idea make me money? They ask me all the time, will this will this business idea make me money? I think what what they really are, are asking, or I'm sorry, they ask, can this idea make money? Can it make money? That's how they ask it. And I say, does it solve a problem? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If this idea mm-hmm. solves a problem, then yes, it can make money because people pay you to solve their problems. Absolutely. Fill in the blank with what that is. You need highlights. You have hair salons that give you highlights. Yeah. That solves a problem. Right. People that make custom art, yeah. even if it's creative, yeah. that solves a problem because there are people that want custom art in their homes or custom art to give as gifts. Yeah. Even really super weird things. What was the... Um, Duck Dynasty, when they like duck calls that they made, <laughs> they made that's a super niche specific thing, and they made a multi million dollar business crazy money out of these little duck calls. Does it solve a problem? People need it's, apparently, apparently, hunters need duck. So, when you start to think about does it solve a problem, it answers the question, can it make money? But yeah. I don't think that's what they're really asking. I think what they're really asking is, will it make money? Yeah, yeah, and you don't know if it will until you try. You have to put it out there. It's a conversation with the marketplace. Even you and I, AO, we can dream and hypothesize, this is going to work, this is going to work, this is going to be the next thing. And we can get our team on board and all the things, and we put it out there. But you don't know until you put it out there Mm -hmm. if it's going to work because business is a conversation with the marketplace. You put something out there, they say, oh, we love it, we want more, or a little more of this, a little less of this, change this, iterate this. And that conversation is ongoing. It never stops. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, you, you, man, listen here. Thank you. For those of you all, you don't have to ask me anymore. Just uh, come and watch this video, listen to Christy, <laughs> and that should be the answer to your question, okay? Does it solve a problem? If it doesn't. Here's what's cool. If you ask yourself, or anybody watching right now, and they have a business idea, yeah. or they're, they're trying to work on their idea, think of what it is, or even if you have a business and you're listening to this, you've already been in business, side business, any kind of business, ask yourself, what problem does my business solve? Okay. When you know this piece of information, mm-hmm. it's the most important piece of information you could ever know about your business. Right. Because when you know this, you know so many other important pieces of information about your business. Let's talk about a few examples. Number okay. one, you know your target market because your target market are people that have that problem. Absolutely. Right? People that need highlights, people that need a custom art, whatever. Yeah. You also know your marketing language because what are you going to talk about in all your marketing? Mm -hmm. How you solve that problem. What are you going to talk about on social media? How you solve that problem. problem. What are you going to talk about in the elevator or at networking events? How you solve that problem. That's your elevator pitch. That's all you talk about. 
It also gives you your value proposition. What are you going to price for solving that problem? So what's the value of solving that problem? You begin to have confidence in your pricing and profitability and paying yourself because I solved this problem. I don't need to feel bad or guilty or squirmy. Oh, I feel so bad. I solved this problem. What's the value of that? Yeah. That's worth that price. And so when you know the answer to that question, what problem do you solve? Even creative business, even luxury businesses, even, you know, oh, well, you don't really need, but what problem are you solving through that? Then it gives you all that other really important information as you build your business. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Christy Wright, boy, she in here teaching good today, boy. <laughs> Listen here, man. I'm going to drop her information in the show description. I want you to go watch her show. It comes out. When did your show come out? The Christy Wright Show. Tuesdays. Tuesday. It comes out every Tuesday. I want y'all to check it out and follow her on social media as well. So, Christy, you talk about one of the biggest game changers that you've seen is when women start businesses in community. Mm-hmm. Now, I've I've heard you say this, but I've never asked you about this. Why is this so important to you? Here's the thing. I think that the business journey, any type of business journey, entrepreneur journey, certainly if you're a creative, any aspect of, of the creative type of businesses um, or even creative aspects of any business, it can be really lonely mm-hmm. and fear can get really loud. Mm. And so, like, for example, we have a business boutique event every fall. Okay. And what women think they want when they come is different than what they actually want. Yeah. They think they want plans, tools, answers, advice. Mm-hmm. And we give them that. We give them plans, tools, answers, advice. But that's not what they actually need to build their business. Mm-hmm. What they need is confidence. What they need is to believe in themselves. And so what's so cool, Anthony, is in those three days, as an example, we give them all the inspiration and encouragement to build confidence that they come in all insecure on that first day, like the new kid in middle school with the lunchroom tray. Like, does anybody, you know, do I belong here? By day three, they're ready to charge hell with the water pistol. They're like, I can do it and no one's going to. It's amazing the transformation in their confidence. Their shoulders are back. Their head is up. Well, that confidence, that gusto and tenacity and passion and perseverance, they're going to figure out anything they need to figure out along the way. Absolutely. That is the prerequisite to making it. Yeah. You can have all the plans in the world, but if you're still scared, you're going to stay stuck. Yeah. So community combats that because you begin to say, hey, are you scared? Yeah, me too. Let's not be scared. Let's lock arms. What did you do? Hey, here's the solution. Well, I tried this. Use this resource. Let's partner on this. Let's barter with this. Man, when you lock arms with them, that fear loses its power over you. The voice of that inner critic is is completely, the volume is turned down. The voice of these women championing you is turned up Mm -hmm. and you begin to, it's almost like, when you're wavering in your confidence, which we all do in anything, mm-hmm. it's almost like you borrow belief from each other and you yeah. speak into each other and you lock arms. Just like even, like we'll do sometimes with talks, like up in the, yeah. per- like, hey, I'm working on talk. I need a story for this. Yeah. Or you have any ideas for this? We help each other. You you lock arms and champion each other because yeah. if not, man, the, the business journey can be too lonely. So I think community helps you combat the fear, build confidence, and it just makes it a lot more fun. No, it really does. And I definitely say our community is already great, but I even feel it's getting better between you know, us as a team of personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe I'm a better communicator, a better individual because of the community. Yeah, and we watch each other. We learn Absolutely. from each other. Like, I watch you on stage and like, oh, I see how you did that. Okay, and then you yeah. had a joke. And then you yeah. had, like, we learn, learn from each other. And it yeah. really, and just encourage each other, like from whether it's texting offline or up in the, praying over, you know, praying with each other upstairs, whatever it is. When you have community for whatever you're doing, it that. That is so powerful in giving you what you need to stay with it for the long haul. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm going to put myself in an embarrassment 
Not, I'm not really embarrassed. <laughs> but I'm so I mean, ready I, for this. I definitely want to ask you this question because I think a lot of men feel this way. And, and I felt bad when I felt this way. And I said, like, y'all want to talk to Chrissy about this. So um, I just recently um, purchased, pay cash. Y'all know. Y'all saw it on Instagram. Um, a, uh, a Porsche. So I was searching to uh, purchase a, a Porsche. And I called this one particular dealership, Christy. And uh, I asked for a salesperson. And they gave me a salesperson. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> and um, a woman picked up the phone. No, the audacity of them to give you a woman. <laughs> and listen, Christy, I I was like, I was like, I was like, yes, ma'am. Like my whole tone. My whole attitude, like, I was calling, be like, yo, I'm only doing this. I'm only going to give you this amount of money, and that's it, bruh. What you going to do? But when she got on the phone, I was like, oh, hey. Um, <laughs> like, and I felt so bad because I was like, like, I don't want to I don't want to sound like I have an attitude. I don't want to be aggressive. You I don't wanna... seem to have that concern when you're on the show with me. Can we talk about that? Uh, yes, Chrissy. <laughs> I'm not seeing those Chris, reservations Chris, when we're we, on the we Dave have, Ramsey show. Just want to point that out. We have years of relationship here. You know me. This sweet, this sweet, innocent Porsche dealer. Man, little listen. Salesman, she picked up the phone. She's like, hey, Anthony. I was like, hey, um, you have a Porsche Panamera <laughs> for sale? Um, is 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 the price negotiable? And she was like, "No, uh, it's not negotiable." She said, "Um, I mean, that's our pretty, that's our, that's our number." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and Chris, I hung up the phone, and I literally sat there, and, I, and I'm being so for real because I sat there and I said, "God, why do I feel like I couldn't like negotiate with her? I, I couldn't." Say, hey, listen, this is what I want to do, and this is where I'm at. I'm only paying cash. Can we make a deal? I, I felt like if I was trying to negotiate or if I was trying to be a little firm in my in my my stance, I would have been disrespectful to her. Mm -hmm. And I know that ladies want equal value. And so I want to ask you this in a respectful, learning way from a woman's perspective. Yep. Do ladies really want to be respected in the workplace? A thousand percent. So... What should I, if I would have said, if you would have been my salesperson, Christy, look at here, you got that Porsche Panamera on there. What's the asking number? 75. No, I'm going to give you 71 for it. Like, firm. And you'd be yeah. like, no, 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 that's what I'm doing. So, so let's, here's what's interesting. I've noticed a pattern in our conversations lately, and I want to camp on this for one second, and then I want to come back and answer your question. Because okay. I think, I think it's a valid, I think it's a valid question. I think it's an interesting situation. And people may feel differently about it, but I'll tell you, when you say workplace, I'm like, yeah, I can give you some examples there. Okay. So when you and I, let's go, let's go back to the house example uh, real quick. No, 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 listen, there's a reason why. No, 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 there's a reason why. When you and I talked off air, mm -hmm. you said something like, well, I knew this one person and she had a big home and she just expected her husband to, to move in with her. And I said, yeah. whoa, 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 that's an attitude. That's uh, not a house. So in your in that conversation, the reason I bring it up is in your mind, you, you'd seem to lump together. If you're going to build your dream home and have a million dollar home, you've also got an attitude of I wear the pants and you're moving in with me. Like these are mutual. Right, like, right, it's, right, these, right. these go together. I'm like, I got you. well, you can have a big home, be nice and then sell it and move in with your husband. Late. Like Absolutely. these are not good. Yeah. So go back to this example with, okay. with the conversation. You could have a conversation with that lady, uh -huh. be firm with your price, and not have an attitude about it. You could be like, well, this is my budget, and I'm going to stick with it. You could be nice and respectful. You could even be soft-spoken soft if you wanted to be more friendly with a female, which is yeah. perfectly fine if you want to adapt your style and not be such a hard A with this yeah, dude yeah. you planned on. Yeah. 
but it doesn't, it's not one or the other. It's not, I'm either going to be a hard A and stick to my budget with a dude, yeah. or I'm going to be nice and just pay the asking price with a lady because I can't do both. You can yeah. be nice and stick to your budget. And so I think I just noticed that pattern of like, yeah. you lump these things together in your mind. Yeah. But when it comes to women in the workplace and, and not just the workplace, I would say in life in general, in general yeah. there are the way that I would describe it are different women definitely have different expectations. Okay. So the answer you're going to get from me is going to be very different than okay. the answer you would get from a little old church lady that right. is old school and right. she wants you to, you know what I mean? And so the my approach, because I am an Enneagram 8. I'm mm -hmm. a high D. I'm a, I, I am kind of an aggressive personality style. You are, which is why I got to be aggressive with you. <laughs> right. And I appreciate that. I'm like, game on. I love it. Where someone else would be like, their feelings would hurt. They'd cry mm -hmm. when they go home. Mm -hmm. I like, I shake mean. my hand. Yeah. Okay. Thank like you. that. That was firm. Now, now, if you shook my hand like this, Ooh, okay, nah. I'm grossed out. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? A wet fish? But another woman would have been like, would appreciate it. If I, if firm right. shake, like what you and I did first, right. oh, that was too, that was too right. aggressive. Right. And that's my whole point is you need to know your audience. Yeah. Because, and you don't always know, like, it's, you know, you can err on the side of just like a normal, not a super firm, but just a normal handshake. Yes. But to me, if you, if you hold my hand like this, yeah. that's, I feel insulted. It feels no. condescending. It feels like someone calling me darling. I'm like, Ooh. I'm sorry. I'm a grown woman. I'm a professional. Right, right, right. I can shake a hand and I, you know, can hold my own. So, so, so here's another <clears throat> example. It even happened here. Okay. I opened the door. Mm-hmm. For one of our coworkers, I don't need you to open the door for me. See, and, and I'm like, I know. Okay, wait. Now that's just being respectful. Man, women in the north have a little bit of that. Women in the north, I've noticed, and this is a generalization. Don't start yeah, yeah. tearing me apart. I don't even want to hear it. Let's don't <laughs> at me about women in the north. There's a little bit of like that. It's such an extreme there mm -hmm. that it is viewed as condescending. Mm. It's viewed as you don't respect me because you don't think I can open my own yeah. door. Yeah. Whereas I would say where I fall of being a Southern Christian woman yeah. that has traditional values but is a aggressive personality style, yeah. I do not expect to be treated delicately. Okay. I don't expect to have people tiptoe around and open doors for me and do things. I don't expect it. I don't feel entitled to it. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. If you open you. the door for me, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you, when we're on the road and you or some of the other men in the organization walk me to my car because yes. there's a dark parking lot, yeah. I don't feel like that's condescending. I think that that's us loving each other and taking Absolutely. care of each other well. Absolutely. And I think that there are certain strengths that men bring to a relationship and female females bring to a relationship, regardless of if it's not just in a marriage, just even in uh, working relationships. And so for me, where I'm kind of in that middle of going, I don't expect it, but I appreciate it. When Matt mows the lawn, I appreciate it. If Matt was wasn't there, I can mow the lawn myself. I'm a I'm a grown woman. You know what I mean? So listen it's, here. So, so Matt, so, you got a good woman, brother. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that right now, Matt. <laughs> but to your point, uh know your audience. Yeah. Know know your audience, especially not just and so back to your freaking car example, Ayo. That lady is a sales rep for Porsche. You don't think she knew exactly what she she even she goes, Oh y'all, hey, hey, y'all watch this. Yes, well, this is our price. <laughs> and she's back there high fiving all the dudes in the place. They're like, you take this one. He's totally going to pay it. Oh, she knew exactly what she God. was doing. So, yes, yeah, she got the wrong one because I, I was actually relieved. 
when she told me no. I just went searching <laughs> somewhere like, else. Let me have the do- Can you yep. put a doodle on? Yes, I'm going to be please. real. I was real hoping hard. she was going to give me the sales manager or a someone so I can turn back on the AOs. Like, I just feel as if, yeah. And I, and I felt, I was like, why do you feel this way, AO? This is not a good feeling. It And it was me just trying to be respectful. But I'm like, totally. but at the same time, I'm like, but why do you feel as if you can't do right. that? Right. And again, it's not mutually exclusive. It's not like I can be nice or stick to my budget. I can be nice and stick to my budget. We can put yes. those things together. Let me give you a really silly, this is a sidebar, but a really silly example of knowing your audience. You'll appreciate this being a speaker. Yeah. So, uh, business boutique in Salt Lake City two years ago. Okay. It was okay. a one day event. And I'm in Salt Lake and I'm, you know, I'm on stage and I've got all these examples and I've got a coffee shop example of like your elevator pitch and like, okay, there's one coffee shop and it's fast service and one coffee shop and it's quality coffee. And I'm going through, I'm like, I'm like, how many of you love coffee? No hands went up. Oh yeah. You're in Salt Lake. Mormons. Exactly. I don't drink. I totally no. forgotten. I didn't. I go, no, seriously, nobody, no coffee. <laughs> Dang it. And afterwards I was like, Mormons, Mormons yes. drink, it's all the Mormons. Yes. It's all like, they don't drink coffee. Know your audience. But it's just funny because it's like, you and I have talked about this, the way that you felt on that phone call with the Porsche dealership. Mm-hmm. Like if I go get my oil changed, like you better know before I pull in, I'm like, I got my guard up. Like, no, I don't want an air filter. No, I don't need new brakes. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just ready to say no because I know they They're are going to grill me. Yeah. But I don't act like that if I go into, you know, my kid's preschool to pick them up. I'm not like, no, no. Makes you, sense. you just adapt your style for your audience. And you, you, we do the best we can. Sometimes we fumble around and step over, um, you know, trip over our own feet or whatever. But I think just trying to know your audience for where you are helps you adapt. But, but to your original question, I do believe all women want to be respected in the workplace and in life. I think that what uh, represents respect can vary. I think what represents respect can vary. Mm-hmm. For some, opening the door is showing respect. For some, not opening the door is showing respect. Yeah. And so helping to uh, understand who, you know, how each person feels. Man, Which listen. Which is hard. Man, listen. You, 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 know, you help me. You, you help me. <laughs> and, and, I, and I, thank you. That's all I'm going to say. I'm leave it right there. You, you help me a lot. And now you got that car that you needed. Absolutely. <laughs> I needed a car. And I chose that one. That's right. Hey, you got it. Hey, I got it. I, I got love it. it. Hey, Chrissy, so our time is coming to an end. But one of the things I love about you um, that I love seeing you do is I think once or twice, I think it's twice a year, you um, allow a certain small group of people to come in and to be coached by you uh, to start a business. And I, I, I just think it's great. And here's one of the main reasons why I asked Chrissy to come on to the show because I know a lot of you ladies who are watching right now, you have a business, you want to start a business, but you're trying to figure out how to do it the right way. How do I do it without racking up debt? How do I do it and be successful with it? How do I turn my hobby that actually is, uh, has it has potential to be a business. How do I do that? And Christy Wright, um, her book is in my studio because I just believe in her so much. She's the author of Business Boutique. And Christy, you you are actually opening up your academy to some more people um, to come in and to be coached by you. So tell us a little bit about this academy. Uh, what can they expect? Um, and how can they join this academy? Yeah, thanks so much. Well, it's it's been fun because we've had the academy, which is my online coaching group. We've had it for a few years now, and it's we're continually adding to it. Kind of yeah. like I've learned from you with this, with like text and different. We're always adding features and stuff. But really, this is an online training and coaching group. So yeah. it's a group coaching. So it's a ton. It's the community we wow. talked about of like building, putting these women together. 
And then every month we have live coaching sessions. I give them curriculum to work through through the month. So it's kind of like a work at your own pace. Yes. You can, if you want to watch several video lessons, you can. And if you want to take a week off, you can. There's no pressure, but we keep it super accessible. It goes back to what we said with impact. I want to make the most impact. So it's $244 for six months, which is crazy cheap. And it's because I want as many people as possible. I didn't know it was only $244. For six months. I've been in other programs that are almost two, three thousand dollars for just ninety days. Yeah, and we do that on purpose for impact. We want as many women as possible to get the help they need. So you have access to videos, group coaching sessions with me. And what's fun is if you follow me on Instagram at Christy B. Wright or Facebook at Official Christy Wright, I'm going live all the time this week answering questions and giving them kind of a sample of my coaching so they can always go live and see that. But uh, ChristyWright.com is where they can join. And we open twice a year in the spring and in the fall where Mm -hmm. we get the next kind of enrollment class Mm -hmm. for the Mm -hmm. next six months. So it's been a lot of fun. And it's cool to see the success stories because people get overwhelmed by business or their fear or will this work? I don't know if I'm cut out for this. I'm not business-minded. I'm like, what you need is what anyone needs when they're doing something new is just a little help. You and I go get help on speaking, on writing when we're doing something new. Yes. You just need help. And so that's why we created it. Listen, man, um, instead of for purchasing that purse this month, Uh, Instead of for, and I'm going to say ladies, because y'all going to get upset with me, but I'm going to say it anyways. Instead of for purchasing that hair this month, (laughs) uh, uh, I want you to purchase this. Uh, Purchase this because it could set you up to, I mean, buy all the purses, buy all the hair, buy all the the clothing items, buy healthy, get whatever you want to get. But you got to make the investment in yourself so you can really get the wise information. And I think if you make this investment of 244, I believe if you have the wisdom and the knowledge and hard work ethic, along with character and integrity, uh, you will be successful. And so I trust Christy Wright. That's why she's on my show. Um, you know, I don't allow everybody on my show. And I bring even our personalities. I bring them on when I feel as if it's a, it's a, it's a good fit for the season and for the tribe. And that's why she's on here, uh, because her academy is amazing. I've had personal friends go through it. They love it. I've had personal friends go to her conference. They love it. And so you all are family to me. And so I'm introducing you to my sister, my family member that I believe will help you out. So I'm going to put all her information um, in the show notes. If you're listening on uh, podcast show notes on YouTube, on the show notes below. And I'm telling you right now, you need to go sign up. Um, how long can't? How long do they have to register to get in? Just this week. We close Thursday night. Just this week. Yeah, it's just four days. Oh, you guys got four more days. All right. <laughs> Listen, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, third. Don't, don't go, go sign up right now. <laughs> All right. Go sign up right now. I don't want you. To, I'll sign up Thursday and then Thursday night hit you. Forget. Now you upset. Okay. <laughs> let's let's go sign up. Let's get a part of this. I don't make a dollar off of this. This is all Chrissy and her team, but I want to help you win. So go check it out. Chrissy. Oh. It's always a pleasure. Hi, this is so fun. Thanks for having me. Man, first time on my show. I've done your show a couple of times. Uh-huh. So I got to bring Christy back again. And we've, uh, got, and we've got Dave Ramsey's show where we're just going to keep, keep, keep hey, we're going to keep pushing the envelope. Listen, and I love it. Listen, and, and to close them, she tried to get me again on this hiking. This lady called in. I think you changed your answer. I no, think you changed your answer on that. I no, think you were going Christy, in a new direction and no, you saw my face no, and you reeled it no, in. No, no, no. Christy tried to get me. She tried to get me, y'all. Uh, but I honestly, I, I my <laughs> answer was the truth. If she would have answered the question differently, then I would have answered differently. Uh, but listen, real talk, you guys, um, you can see Chrissy and I 
I mean, all the personalities here on the Ramsey on show. On the Ramsey show. Now, um, because a personality is always with Dave. And when Dave is out, two personalities take over the show. And me and Christy have had a lot of fun. Me and Rachel have had a lot of fun. Rachel and Christy, me and Ken, me and John. I mean, it's just all over the place. We have a blast, man. And so I wanted to introduce to you all a family member that I believe will help you. And here's the truth. She's going to keep it real. She's going to keep it relevant. She's going to keep it relatable inside of her academy. So go check it out. Hey, we'll see y'all next Monday. Peace.